You work all day, then go home and make dinner. That's not fair, because making your dinner, that's our job. We don't work all day, then go home and do your job, so stop doing ours. Head into Buffalo Wild Wings for America's favorite wings, shareables, burgers, and more. Choose from 21 signature sauces and seasonings to take your dinner from mild to wild. But don't worry, we're dinner pros. If things get too wild, we've got dozens of beers on tap and a full bar to bail out your palate. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, letting go. Before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of Lucis Trust. Alice Bailey wrote 24 volumes of literature, and those 24 volumes of literature are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought also comes from the works of Alice Bailey. The urge to sacrifice, to relinquish this for that, to choose one way or line of conduct and thus sacrifice another way to lose in order eventually to gain. Such is the underlying story of evolution. How does evolution tie in with uh, letting go? Can you, can you say more about that? Yes, in fact, the two seem to go together, at least when thinking about spiritual evolution. It's it's not easy to give up or let go of what we most cherish, but I think psychologists have found that the healthiest temperaments and the most well-adjusted people, the people who live the longest, happiest lives, are those who can um, accept the, the blows of life and let go of loved ones, of cherished ideas and goals when time and reality demand that they do so. The people who hang on, the the uh, modern version of Lot's wife who turned into a pillar of salt because she kept looking back, those are the ones who don't progress so well and get kind of stuck in their evolutionary development. Yes, letting go and relinquishment is uh, something we all have to learn to do more of, I think, because it's, it's very um, it's very common for the soul because the soul has to... Uh, at the end of every life, for example, uh, it relinquishes and lets go of the physical body. So, um, 
that is the uh, it relinquishes the form so to speak so it, it's very common for the soul to to react that way it isn't um, a thing that it's it's really attached to so it, it uh, lets go very easily I was thinking that um, letting go has to do with with values. We hear so much talk about values today, and I think the common perception of values really overlooks their deeply spiritual significance. Values really have to do with relinquishment. The, the politically correct thinking says that we can't judge another person's values, and I think that's true, but more correctly, what that view probably implies is that we can literally with leaving behind and if you look at evolution that's the leaving behind of whatever no longer helps one to grow and evolve that differs for every person I mean I think there are people that are thoroughly engrossed in the materialistic path who probably rightly for their place in the evolutionary scheme of things have to progress a little bit further on that path of materialism and acquaint, uh, acquire a, a few more material goods and achieve a few more materialistic goals before they become satiated. And satiation is what leads to relinquishment. Yes, after all that pain and suffering, um, one comes to the point where they're willing to and want to give up and sacrifice the... Uh, all those things that caused the pain in the first place and they realize they have to move on and that's the only way really one moves forward is by letting go one has to let go it's like walking you can't um, <laughs> you can't walk unless you let go of the foot behind you the, the back foot so it can swing it forward so mm-hmm. otherwise you'd be st- stuck like a plant in the ground but mm-hmm. uh, uh, so it, it it's willing to see that necessity of letting go and what is really gained by doing that. That reminds me of a basic spiritual law that seems to govern um, the next step that one thinks one has to take in spiritual development. Sometimes it requires a lot of courage to let go of the known and familiar and the sure and sturdy and tested. But there are times in spiritual development when you have no choice if you want to move ahead but to let go of what has been achieved and is most um, gratifying to the personality where we think our talents lie where we feel pride in what we've accomplished let that go in order to take the next step that takes some courage but there's also as you say the the satiation aspect that brings to mind the the parable of the prodigal son who went off into the far land exploring wild dissipated ways of living and his father and brother patiently awaited him but it was only when he was satiated that he realized he had to renounce all of that and he said i must be i must um, go to my father meaning i must develop my spiritual being and he did and he returned to the father who welcomed him with open arms and I think there's a great truth in that that when we are ready and when we give up we achieve or receive so much more in return and it's um, you know this this ability to let go it's 
learning in the little things, letting go of the little things at first, one enables one to develop the capacity to let go at the at the at the end of you know when when the large question comes up to let I go gave of up chocolate. Well, yeah, that it that's is. a start. <laughs> <laughs> we can all start there. Yes. But uh, you don't have to give it up. You could just uh, no, I did. everything in moderation, you know. Well, that's your way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so no, it, it's it's I think it, it's developing the uh, the willingness and the ability to relinquish and let go of the little things that we are able to gain the larger. When it comes to like moving forward in uh, the major initiations in consciousness, I think you make a good point that we start with the little things, and sometimes they're not so little. If they're difficult to give up, they're not little. But that links to something Alice Bailey said that detachment is a science, and we've talked about detachment many times on these programs. Detachment is a science, she said, which which suggests that it's governed by laws and principles. But relinquishment is a discipline. And that sounds like something that you have to kind of exercise by repeated practice. And little by little, you get better at it. And life has a way of uh, extracting that um, experience from you if you don't do it willingly. But I think learning to relinquish voluntarily is preparation for the really big things that we have to give up. Yes, and it's not just um, relinquishment of uh, material things. That's oh, no. some, you know, the first thing you That's think the about. That's Yeah, of giving up uh, certain foods, for example, which is, which is good. You know, it's a good place to start, but it, it doesn't stop there. I mean, it's because the probably now for this time in our evolutionary journey, the best thing to begin to look at is relinquishing of certain emotional attitudes and emotional reactive uh, attitudes that uh, one developed and become ingrained in and it's at the at emotional level that um, relinquishment is really one really gains I think there was a statement <coughs> in the books of Alice Bailey that struck me she said we are asked to get used to crucifixion to allow ourselves to get accustomed to suffering with detachment, knowing that the soul doesn't suffer at all. And I think that's the important point to hold in mind, isn't it? That from the soul's perspective, there isn't any suffering in this relinquishment. It's really an experience for the personality, for the person living on the outer planes of life, mm -hmm. to let go of material and emotional and even mental um, cherished objects and an idea or a conviction, a basic view uh, or thought form, as the Ageless Wisdom calls it, can be so powerful that to give it up would make one feel like one would die. It's a, a deeply held view of the world and of reality that becomes, in its time, limiting. Just try to think of your most cherished concept about life, and imagine having to give that up and try to imagine why it might become a limitation to you at some point in your evolutionary development. Mm -hmm. And uh, that'll give you an idea of the sacrifice involved in moving forward into a still broader and more inclusive thought form of reality. Right. It's, it's, it's 
usually it's necessitated by it it works easier if there is a better replacement a substitution for that uh, old idea if if a new idea comes along that is, that is better and more worthy of consideration then that makes it easier to let go of the older pattern of thought but do you think it's possible to always have an awareness of what the replacement will be? That was what I was sort of trying to express earlier when I said sometimes it takes a lot of courage to give up the tried and true because you don't necessarily know what lies ahead. Sometimes I think you have to give up the old to make a space in your consciousness to receive the new. And... Um, it doesn't come until you've actually released what needs to go because it's become a limitation. I don't know. These are abstractions, but all of us can take these um, possibilities and try to apply them, I suppose. Mm-hmm. We have a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Belly book, Ponder on This. Ponder on This is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey. Uh, I especially like it. It was one of the early books that I read, and what I liked about it is that um, all those 24 volumes are condensed into this Ponder on This book by Alice Bailey, and what I mean by that is that all these major topics in the 24 volumes, they've all been abridged, and um, to a, not, not to an unreasonable point, but... Uh, a bridge to the, to the extent that you can really uh, get an idea as to whether or not you want to explore those ideas before you look at other ideas in the larger volume. So it really helps you to make a, an order of priority as to which larger books you'd like to look at first. And uh, within Ponder on this, within this Alice Bailey book, you can find included within it uh, excerpts on today's to- topic on, uh, on relinquishment. The special offer is... Uh, Nineteen dollars, and the and the offer, the specialness about it comes in the form of free shipping and handling. So, what you need to do if you want to take advantage of this author offer is to send us a check or money order, nineteen dollars, and make sure you write a little note saying about you, saying that you heard about the offer on the program, inner site. Uh, send a check or money order, Lucis to Lucis Publishing, L-U-C-I-S for Lucis, Lucis Publishing, one twenty Wall Street. New York, New York, 10005. Once again, that's a check or money order, $19 to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And just put the title of the book out, then ponder on this, and that you heard about it on Inner Sight. All of our Inner Sight programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the home page, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. So, last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. So the website, once again, is www.lucistrust.org. To order books, cassette tapes of the radio shows, the schedule of our, of our um, meetings, or a package of general information, uh, contact us at 1-866-695-8247. You might want that general package of information. It tells you a lot about Lucis Trust. Uh, the easy way to remember the phone number, toll-free phone number, is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. Um, you know, as I was listening to uh, your whole theme of letting go and 
how letting go of certain concepts, certain ideas can um, be a catalyst to our own uh, advancement or evolvement in consciousness. And I, I just remember one big idea that was just so profound and it had a lot of implications, I guess, for spiritual evolvement. I remember how Nietzsche, uh, the famous philosopher, wrote the, uh, the concept. He set forth that philosophy that God is dead. And what he meant is that the physical outside of our self, God, is dead. He was predicting that that was going to be a thing of the past. Well, now, 100 years later, after, well, more than that, after Nietzsche's death, we do find more people evolving into the idea that God is within us, that he's everywhere, more or less the ubiquitous nature of God. Is that the type of uh, concept that you're talking about, where a major thought can be let go and it might have profound uh, consequences as far as spiritual evolvement? Yes, I think so. Um, one's idea of God, of divinity, of deity, has to change and grow. And yet so many of the world's um, religions seem to imply that their view of God is a set and done deal. Mm -hmm. And that if you learn uh, to understand what they teach about God, that's it. That will do it for all time. It makes no sense. Because if we are evolving, so are our minds and our spirits. And with that evolution, our, our awareness of what divinity is should also progress. So I would think one of the major things to let go of would be whatever one's present understanding of God is, knowing that it will be replaced not by nothing, but by something more, what, inclusive, more all-pervasive. Yes, less personal. Ah, I think uh, that's there is the a hard very, part. A very personal mm-hmm. uh, attachment to God, to the, one's image of God, and uh, that is a very, you know, one is working very personally for God but uh, also the the image I think that's been built up over heaven is another um, idea that uh, probably is very erroneous and very limited and uh, very englamored but uh, I think that has to change too and a lot of the theology that has grown out of uh, present day religions and and not only Christianity, but in Buddhism and Islam and <clears throat> Judaism and all of the major world religions, uh, they have to give up a lot of that. They're uh, old ideas, I think. I think you're right in that that may explain why some very intelligent, very good, very, in a sense, spiritual, in the sense of their evolutionary status, people are agnostic. I think they reach a point in their evolution where they've let go of an idea of God that no longer serves them and they haven't replaced it at this particular moment with something greater and more um, satisfying to them. I'm not talking about the atheists who really declare there is no God, and I'm convinced of that. I'm talking about the doubters and the people who are not sure and who have decided they really don't think there's God, but they're living, leaving the door open just in case. You know, that kind of ambivalent attitude. They may be people who have let go of an old limiting, limiting concept. And um, anyway, that's just a thought. This idea of God as something out there and not present within the world, which I guess is what Nietzsche was referring to as no longer serviceable. I'm sure he's right because the 
the ageless wisdom and the coming realization of divinity for our time, I think, is that God dwells within the world as well as apart from and beyond it. And this is what the whole New Age movement, to use a term that people really react to, um, the whole uh, environmental movement is about that God is present within the world and within all of the kingdoms of the earth and that's what the whole uproar about the state of the planet is about that um, God is imminent within the world and we're not being very respectful of that divinity this is an idea that is driving out old concepts of man having dominion over the earth I think that um, yes that I, <coughs> I agree with that and it's one of the things one of the great things about reading the Alice Bailey books, all the 24 volumes, you don't have to read all of them, but the, the concept of God is so much broader and more inclusive and entirely different than that personal, personalized uh, idea of God that so many people seem to carry around, that um, it, it's very broadening and it's very inclusive and it's, it's like you said, I mean, it, in regards to the environmental situation and the state of the earth, uh, the earth is God's body of expression, and uh, it's all governed by his life, one life that is animating everything, the, the earth itself and uh, everything upon the earth, including ourselves. So, I mean, there is a very uh, <clears throat> broadening and... Uh, uplifting concept of God that is very transforming of one's consciousness. An interesting concept about letting go or relinquishment that struck me was Alice Bailey's insight that God himself, whatever we mean by that word, um, expressed relinquishment in taking on the form of... um, manifestation, the manifested world is the body of God as you say that in itself was an act of relinquishment because to confine oneself to any form even a planet a solar system or whatever is a a constraint and our soul underwent relinquishment in giving life to our little seven pound baby body when we were born the, the writings of Alice Bailey say that the real sacrifice for the soul is not death, it's birth, coming into life and in indwelling within a helpless little infant human, which will not reach maturity for many, many years and not become self-governing for a long, long time. That's limitation to the soul, and it's a relinquishment for spiritual evolution because the soul gains experience through living in the world of manifestation. So my point being relinquishment is underway in nature and on all levels of life and it's part of a a great and beneficent law that we gain by giving up. Mm -hmm. And it's it's related to the the word sacrifice because sacrifice means to make sacred Mm -hmm. and uh, that's essentially what is happening when we give up something we are in in effect making ourselves a little more sacred by gaining more of the soul qualities let's say 
and uh, bringing those soul qualities and increasing our own vibratory rate and that uh, is a way of making our own ex- life expression a little more sacred. There's so many um, ideas about relinquishment. Perhaps we need to continue another program on it, but a closing thought that struck me was a passage from the writings of Alice Bailey that applies to the present time. She said, in these days you will need to ponder on this matter of the form, for with the entering in of a new ray, the seventh ray, and the beginning of a new era, comes a period of much disruption until the forms that be have adapted themselves to the newer vibration. And she said, in that adaptation, those who have cultivated pliability and adaptability will progress with less disruption than those who are more crystallized and fixed. She said, particularly now, should pliability and responsiveness be the goal? Because if we don't do so, if we remain crystallized, we will break. And she said, cultivate responsiveness, aim at mental expansion, and keep learning. Cultivate plasticity of the emotional body, because in that will come responsiveness to the vibration of the Great Lord. Please take advantage of our special offer from Lucy's Publishing Company. And it's a book, Ponder on This, a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey. And as I mentioned, for those people who are really serious about the 24 volumes, it's a wonderful way to begin because you'll get a look at it, a bridge version of all the themes in the Alice Bailey books, and you'll be able to develop a list of priorities as to which larger volumes you'd like to look at first. And you'll find within Ponder on This, within the Alice Bailey book Ponder on This, excerpts on today's topic on relinquishment. It's available for $19. Um, special offer comes in the form of free shipping and handling. What you need to do is send a check or money order. Ask for Ponder on This. Send it to Lucis Publishing. Send a check or money order, $19, to Lucis Publishing, L-U-C-I-S, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And remember, too, that uh, to order any of our other books, any of the other Alice Bailey books or cassette tapes of the radio shows, uh, or a package of general information telling you all about Lucis Trust, most frequently asked question, uh, is it a religion? Uh, no, it's not a religion. It's a spiritual philosophy organization, and people from all walks of life and backgrounds uh, listen to our shows and come to our meetings. Give us a call if you need to at 1-866-695-8247. Uh, the easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK. And by the way, we appreciate your donations, both large and small. They're certainly an expression to us of your support. So thank you very much for your support. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. 
from the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. <laughs>